Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So the holidays are an interesting time of the year for anyone who does therapy. I always try to make sure that I am available during the holidays, knowing that it's a tough time for a lot of people. And I also know that it's a time when people flake from therapy. And so as I sit here, I had somebody no-show right before this. This is kind of how the holidays go. It's either total crisis mode or people just kind of flake out. And you never quite know what you're going to get. Now, a lot of people schedule sessions during the holidays. And what ends up happening is they don't necessarily show up. Even though they think they're going to need it, they don't necessarily show up. And then other people genuinely are in crisis and... This is why I don't typically take vacations this time of year. So what does a crisis look like for the holidays? A lot of times it has to do with the interactions with family members. The idea of having to go and interact with family, particularly family members who are dysfunctional. And there are times where I have to talk to people who are actually meeting with their families and they're in crisis and they call me from their cell phone in the bathroom because they're freaking out. And I have to talk them off the ledge, breathing exercises and and helping people to calm down. This happens in very dysfunctional families in which... An interaction occurs and a trauma gets triggered and and my client doesn't exactly know what to do with themselves. And sometimes I spend time just sort of prepping people to have these interactions with dysfunctional family members. Um, and sometimes it's it's just as simple as a family member who is critical. Why haven't you gotten married yet? What are you doing with your job situation, right? People who just see you and start to ask questions and interrogate you on what you are or aren't doing with your life. And that can upset people during this time of year. Or sometimes we who do therapy spend time helping people to prepare for how they're going to respond to their family members, how to set boundaries about what they are willing or not willing to do or talk about with their family members. And so it can be a lot. It can be busy in the world of psychotherapy. There can be a lot of work. And so that's one of the reasons that people go into crisis when they have to deal with dysfunctional family members. Now, another thing that happens is that people just begin to feel lonely over the holidays. Maybe they are a person who is single and is truly isolated, may not have family members or family members in the area, 
and they are truly alone at a time when you are supposed to be gathering with other people and sharing the joy of the holidays with others. Sometimes people feel extra lonely because they're not currently in a relationship. They don't have a significant other and they really want to be partnered up during this time of year to share in the festivities and the joy with somebody that they are romantically involved with. Another thing that happens is that people who are more introverted begin to become overwhelmed by all of the plans that get made around the holidays, whether it's visiting with people or it's going to holiday shows or anything like that, the social calendar becomes full. And then on top of that, there are usually large crowds in a lot of places that people go during the holidays. And that can be extremely overwhelming for someone who is generally introverted, but obligated to go and participate in all of the festivities. So there's that. And then there are people who become depressed because they had somebody and there was a recent breakup and they're having to deal with that, or they lost somebody and it's the first time that they are experiencing the holidays without that person. And that's not just with romantic partners, but a lot of times for other people too who have lost family members. And even if it wasn't recently, even if it wasn't within the last year, even if it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago, a lot of people remember their family members when the family gets together and they start to participate in regular traditions of the family and they remember something like the dish that grandma used to make or the way that brother used to help decorate, whatever it is. It's just that remembering of the people we miss. And that can be sad or hard also. Just being without somebody that we love and we care about and we wish was in our lives. And then there's that expectation thing. It's kind of like when people start to post on social media all the wonderful things that they're doing over the holidays and all the wonderful people they're gathering with. And there's a lot of posting about the cherished people in one's life and how they're so blessed or lucky to have everything they have and everyone they have in their life. And a lot of people get depressed looking at that because it's a reminder of some piece of their life that is not working for them, whether it's about other people or it's about finances or it's about having an appropriate place to gather, whatever it is where people are watching other people just experience joy can be kind of sad. And then there's a lot of people who have jobs where the holidays are really a rush time. You know, just thinking about people who work in retail, for example, 
there is a lot more work to do, a lot more hours. A lot of people work in industries where taking holidays off is simply not an option because of the nature of the work. And in my field, anyone who works in residential treatment has to sometimes trade or get permission to get holidays off because there are always patients there. There is nothing anyone can do to change that, that someone always has to be working because there are clients and patients who not only need services, but who are also going through a crisis or going through a really dark time in their life because they're in residential treatment during the holidays. And so it becomes an all-hands-on-deck kind of thing. And working in that environment can be really difficult for the staff and the therapists because there's a lot of sadness for the people who are in residential treatment at that time. And we do our best to make it feel like the holidays, but essentially there's nothing that will make things feel normal for people who are in residential treatment of some kind. So this is a lot of stuff about how the holidays are very, very difficult for people. And the people who do show up, and let me tell you, a lot of people don't show up. There's a lot of no-showing and last-minute cancellations in the world of therapy during the holidays. And I always think about it. I forget about it throughout the rest of the year. And then then when November starts to roll around, I remember how flaky everybody gets and how people stay in crisis and how people are also in crisis, but for the most part, are flaky during the holidays. And I think it's tough and it's hard not to get resentful for filling up your calendar with clients and taking time to be at work and then sitting around waiting for people who never show up. And so then that becomes an issue that has to be discussed the next time that you see your clients. So as we're sort of dealing with the difficulty for the people who do show up to therapy around the holidays, we are dealing with the part of a person who is the traumatized child. All of those feelings about family, and we're talking about family of origin stuff, for people who are partnered up and have their own children and have their own families now, it's not about that. It's about what happened in the early years and what the holidays were like for the children. 
And some kids grew up with not enough. And some kids grew up in abusive homes. And some kids grew up neglected. And it's those feelings that come up during the holidays when everybody is supposed to be so darn happy that make it really, really difficult. Feeling unwanted, feeling like there's not enough, feeling like you're isolated, all of those things are pieces of the experience of the traumatized child inside of you. And and that's not easy to deal with. And this is why I show up during the holidays because there are a lot of people who are experiencing that traumatized child inside of themselves and that we have to work through a lot of that. There is really good news here, though, that as you experience all of those negative feelings or depressive feelings or sad feelings inside of you, those emotions that feel so raw, you know that the traumatized child has come up inside of you when your reactions to situations around the holidays emotionally seem to be bigger, much bigger than what the situation warrants. For example, you have a plan to have a get-together with a friend and to exchange gifts and to share joy. And that person cancels on you. And then you begin to spin. And you begin to feel like, well, they never really liked me to begin with. And they don't want me in their life anyway. And they felt obligated to have to see me because it was the holidays. And, and the whole relationship is nothing but an obligation. You can see in that example of how the emotional state becomes more anxious and panicked and scared because the belief is that your friend is going to abandon you and has always wanted to. And usually that's actually related to something that happened earlier in your life, to that child inside of you who experienced the trauma of feeling abandoned during this time of year. Now the good news is there's another side to having this experience, this emotional experience of the child inside, in that this part of you is still a child, and this part of you can still play. And this is where the children inside of us are no longer inconvenient, but can be healing for us. And even if childhood and the holidays were really terrible growing up, that there was very little joy growing up during the holidays. Even though that might be true, the playful child inside of you can come out and can experience joy and can create 
new experiences of happiness now. And so what does that look like? It looks like discovering a holiday movie that maybe you hadn't seen before. And it's a classic. And then you get to see it for the first time and you realize you love that movie and it makes you so happy and everything about it just screams the perfect holiday movie. And so you watch that over and over again every year. It becomes your tradition. Or getting excited about baking cookies or getting excited to look outside the window and see snow flurries, to build a snowman to buy an ugly Christmas sweater, to to laugh at Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, to think about the toys that made you happy as a kid, or to even go so far as to buy the toys that you had as a kid, or to buy the toys that you never got as a kid, the ones that other kids seemed to get and you didn't get and you always wanted. Why not buy them now? Singing holiday songs. Decorating. Decorating your office. Playing. Playing with pets. Dressing your pet up in a holiday outfit. Taking pictures. All of these things are ways that you can help the traumatized child inside to heal by encouraging play. And play is a wonderful thing. And we all need to play, no matter what that looks like. No matter what play is to us. Maybe it means building Legos. Maybe it means playing a game of football with friends. Whatever it means, it's so important for your healing to allow the child to come out and be a kid. Being able to be involved in the holidays in the ways that are most meaningful to that child inside of you. The ways that it feels wonderful and comfortable and safe. That is the way to healing during these holidays. And even the most traumatized people who I know and have met and have worked with, once they allow that kid to play, that kid inside of them to come out and do silly things and laugh and drink hot chocolate and all the things that we love to do during the holidays, then there is some healing in there. And that that kid who finally gets to experience the joy of the holidays can create traditions that are meaningful to that particular kid inside. And this is the path to healing and this is the path to joy. To allow that kid to be a kid and feel safe and happy 
about being a kid. And I hope that this holiday season, that amidst all the hustle and bustle and stress and depression or any of the negativity that you might experience, that you're able to allow that kid out and allow that kid to have some fun. Be well, and thank you for listening.